The following is a hoop bowl presentation. Good morning, hoop ballers. Welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS today. This is your Saturday, July 3rd edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone. I'll be running this one solo for you guys. And we have a nice one. Game six of the Eastern Conference Finals. We already have the representative from the West, which is the Phoenix Suns. They're just waiting on this series to end. Uh, If the Bucs win, it's Bucs-Suns in the finals. The Suns hosting game one. If the Hawks win, we go to the best two words in sports, game seven. That'd be on Monday, which most people should have off work as it is uh, the Independence Day Observation Day. So we'll see how that goes. But we have a doozy here tonight, hopefully. We have two big guys, one doubtful, one questionable again, uh, which we'll get to in a brief moment. And before we do that, I do want to give a quick shout out over to our guys at MyBookie, simply the best sports book around. If you're not familiar with MyBookie, you should be. Uh, They have a fully fledged casino platform with every sports bet you want to make, as well as table games, slots, all that stuff, you name it, virtual, live, live dealer, uh, anything you can think of, they have right at the edge of your fingertips. The best part about it is they pay. So you bet, you win, they pay very quickly. And if you want, if it's your first time and you you haven't gotten into it yet, you can get your first deposit matched halfway up to 1,000 bucks by simply putting the promo code HOOPBALL upon signing up. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L when you're signing up. Again, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L upon signing up. All right, let's get into this one for you guys. Again, this is Game 6 of the Eastern Conference Finals. We have a spread of, it's a pick actually. Uh Bucks at the Hawks for game six. Pick them, and the over-under is 215. On the injury report, we have for the Bucks, Giannis is doubtful. DiVincenzo is out. The Hawks, we have uh, DeAndre Hunter and Brandon Goodwin as out. Trey Young as questionable. And Bogdan Bogdanovich as probable. So again, Giannis, doubtful. Trey Young, questionable. Not sure where to go with that one. Trey missed the last couple games. Giannis missed the last game, which was a Bucks win. <clears throat> we'll see if things change here, but um, we'll start with the Bucks Again, looking like Giannis is not going to play. I don't think he will play. Maybe he guts, or they're, they're trying to give him as much time off as possible. That injury looked very bad. Uh, so if they need him in a possible game seven, maybe he plays then. If not, getting rested for the finals, and hopefully he'll be ready for that. <clears throat> but in the meantime, 
we have Chris Middleton at a nice 10-4. Obviously, it's a little bit more expensive. They're on the road this time, uh, so we know about his home and road splits. He was awesome on the at home in Game 5, but he was really good on the road in Game 3, too. That's been his best game this series. Uh, he shot the ball extremely well, 6-12 from 3, 15-26 in that game. Uh, the game after that, he was 6-17, of 0-7 from 3. So it's pretty much that was more so what he's been doing uh, on the road this year. But again, this is game six. There is no Giannis, so I am fully prepared to pay up for Chris Middleton. There might not be Trey Young either, who is $200 less than Middleton. But regardless, I I want a lot of Chris Middleton in my lineup with no Giannis. Similar sentiment for Drew Holiday. They're going to need both of these guys if they want to to win this game. They'll need Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Both are going to get additional touches. Both are going to get additional ball handling duties um, on top of what they already have. Both need to initiate the offense. So I really like getting both of them. Drew Holiday took 20 shots in the last one, had 13 assists. His assist numbers have been really good this series. His lowest have been seven. His highest was last game at 13. But he has two other games, uh, three of the five games played so far in double digits for assists. So he's getting that. Uh, Last game was the second most shots he's taken and and most since game one. And we can expect that to continue again now that they don't have Giannis again. So I'm fully prepared to try and get both those guys in in my lineup. We don't have a super, super duper expensive guy to pay for in this series like uh, we've been coming accustomed to, like in the 11.5 to 12-plus K range because Giannis is hurt and Trey Young is also hurt. So uh, everybody's price tag dropped a little bit. But I would like Middleton as the preference to Drew Holiday, $800 more. But I also really want to get some a lot of Holiday in here. I think if Middleton is the safer floor and the higher upside, uh, but Holiday is just rock solid as well. <clears throat> Brooke Lopez, let's get to him at 7-2. He had himself a monster game, 33-7 and four blocks. I shot 14 of 18 from the field. I'll get this out of the way. He's not going to do that again. Uh, 33 points from Brooke Lopez at this stage in his career is not something that we should expect. Seven rebounds. <laughs> That's the most he's had since the uh, Brooklyn series as well. He hasn't had double-digit any more than seven rebounds in the entire series. So he had a easily a scoring high for months, uh, and then he had his highest rebounds in the series. I can't expect that to happen. Oh, and throw in blocks. Highest rebounds in the block since uh, the Brooklyn series. <clears throat> but um, we can fully not expect that to happen again. He showed that he can be good, and, and with the extra touches and without Giannis there, uh, he can Show glimpses of the old Brooke Lopez that used to dominate the paint. Uh, but 14 of 18 from the field, 33 actual points. Can't expect that again. I'm not really going to have much Brooke Lopez in my lineup at 7-2. I'd rather have Middleton and Holiday and spend up there and spend down elsewhere. Uh, but Bobby Porras for for $1,000 less than um, Brooke Lopez is a guy that I really want again. He played 36 minutes in that game, in the last game without Giannis. 9 of 20 from the field, taking 20 shots is big. 22 actual points, 8 rebounds. Uh, This guy, I mentioned it last time, he's been a very good permanent guy uh, this year. 
and he's going to continue to draw the start without Giannis, assuming Giannis' doubtful tag holds up. And at 6,200, that's a very good value there. Uh, one of the best mid-tier plays of the night. I know there's only two two teams, but that's very good right there. So I'm going to have hefty shears of him, uh, and, I, and I like to continue to go there. P.J. Tucker's not a bad option. Uh, just He'll bring you back double-digit points with the potential to get over 20, which he has twice in this series and last game included. Uh, he plays a good amount of minutes in the 30s whenever the games are close, um, mid to high 30s. So you can you can bang on him to get a cup a lot of minutes and potential 20 20ish points but at 404 you can you can look to go there. Won't have too much exposure to him because the upside is just not there but he's not bad. Um, Pat Connaughton, he scored 9 points off the bench at 12 fantasy points in the last one. He's a guy I don't mind going to at 2-6. He's just very cheap, and he can fit in your lineup, especially if uh, Trey Young plays. You're trying to get Trey, Middleton, Holiday, uh, and some of these other guys in there. You're going to have to go for some cheap guys in Connaughton. We know plays minutes. Um, he's played at least outside of the 30-point just massacre in Game 2, where uh, right before halftime they the, the Bucks just went on a scoring binge. He's played at least 21 minutes in every other game this series, um, in, in four of the five games so far. So we can continue to pencil him in for minutes, and at 2,600, not a bad guy to throw your weight around or behind after that. Uh, and that's pretty much it where I'm looking at. I, I mentioned last game, uh, Jordan Nora is a guy that I'm interested in. He didn't even play in the last one. I still have some interest in him if if we hear some news because he is pretty talented whenever he's given a opportunity as well. Uh, but again, he's just a $1,000 dart throw who might not see the court. So need to hear some firm, concrete news that he'll be playing before that. But I think there are some pretty solid options here on these this buck side of the ball, especially since Giannis isn't playing. It just gives more um, room for these guys for the rest of the, the players to grow, especially these uh, cheaper guys like Connaughton, Tucker, Bobby Portis, who's now 6'2". I, I, I know his price tag was super cheap uh, a couple games ago. He was in the 3-2s, uh, the 3Ks to start the series, or 2-4 to start the series, and the last game he was at 4-4. Uh, now he's 6'2". He's more expensive, but he's still pretty good, and I, I like going there as well. And then we got the Atlanta side of the ball. And again, a lot of this... Um, side of the ball weighs in on what's going to happen with Trey Young. He's currently questionable. He's missed the last couple games here. Um, and if he continues to miss, if he misses his third game, then we already know where the production is going to go. It's going to go a lot to Bogdanovich, who becomes a fantastic play again. He's dropped over 40 fantasy points in the past two games. Uh, he's taken a total of 20 and a half shots in these last two games. So uh, if Trey Young doesn't play, we can go to Bogdanovich. We can go to Lou Williams back at 5-2. Uh, we know Lou is going to draw the start. Both those guys are going to play a ton of minutes. Uh, Kevin Herter is going to play a lot and get more responsibility as well. He has seven assists exactly in the last three games. 7-7-7. Uh, seven, seven, and seven. Lucky number sevens. Uh, but I prefer the other two guys more than him. Herter's only $1,000 less than Bogdo. Bogdo has bigger upside and a safer floor. <clears throat> um, if Trey Young does play, it does curb everybody else a bit. Then I really don't want Herter. Uh, Lou Williams, 
I'll only try and fit if I have the money at the end of my lineup, if he's one of my last one or two utilities. Uh, Bogdanovich, I still think he can go to, but it's not going to be as great. I'd rather just spend up an extra $800 for Drew Holiday in that scenario. Um, <clears throat> and I think we could look at Trey if he's playing. If he's playing and they're saying he's fully ready to go, uh, this is game six. They're at home. If they lose, they're out. So we can expect Trey Young to take 25 to 30 shots, I think. Assuming the game stays close. Uh, and they don't want to rest them down the stretch because it's uh, they're winning by a lot. But outside of that, um, looking at Capella, more so if Trey Young plays, just like in the last one. Uh, he's had himself a bad game in the last, and, and this series pretty much outside of game one. Uh, he hasn't really grabbed a lot of rebounds. Brook uh, Lopez has kept him away from what he does best, but I think at 6'6", you can, he continues to drop in price tag. I continue to get closer to where you don't need a, uh, a monster game for, from him to hit value. So I'm looking at Clint Capella at 6'6". Uh, right now, if Trey Young doesn't play, I think Bobby Portis might be safer. But if Trey Young plays, he gets Capella a lot better looks. Uh, and that's where I want I would, I would go in that scenario. And I think Capella makes for a very good play if Trey Young does play. <clears throat> um, John Collins is another guy we can look at. But again, I'm, I'm rather just trying to pay up for uh, Bogdanovich if Trey Young's out or Drew Holiday if Trey Young's in. Uh, I know that is a particularly $1,400 discount between him and Holiday, but that's where I would rather try and spend my money. Um, Gallinari, Cam Reddish, two solid options that are very cheap. Uh, Gallinari's been pretty decent. He's been uh, similar to P.J. Tucker, but at $400 less, and we know he has a better offensive game. So uh, he's playing a good amount of minutes, and especially if there's no Trey Young, we'll continue to go to it. There's more minutes for everybody, trickles down the rotation, uh, and more minutes and, and more shot attempts for everybody, trickles down the rotation. Cam Reddish, only 3,400. He's surprisingly played, um, went from 17 to 23 to 23, and he's dropped 20-plus points in the last two games. Uh, so Cam Reddish is definitely someone I'm going to go back to, and again, especially if Trey Young is not playing, uh, that just means – Lock him in for, again, 23 minutes. I don't see why he wouldn't want to play. Uh, he's still on a minutes limit, but maybe he jumps up to 25, 26. Any extra minutes would be really good there. Um, and now that Okungwu is all the way up to 2K, I don't know if I'll have much exposure to him. But, again, he's about a double-digit point guy. And if you're at the end of your lineup and you're looking at him and Connaughton trying to fill out and you're trying to load on the top, uh, again, if Trey Young plays, load up there. Uh, don't mind going to him. You know, you can probably get 10 to 15 points from the guy, uh, and he will allow you to get some superstars. So I think there's some good options on both sides of the ball here. Again, a lot of it's going to hinge on Giannis and Trey Young. I think Giannis is definitely closer to about 90% not playing. Trey Young, it's possible. I mean, game six, they're in an elimination game at home. I think he's about 60 40 to play. Uh, maybe even more, maybe 65, 70 to, um, to play. But again, we'll see what the pregame reports come out. Uh, this is always a first look podcast that we do very early. And then we get the news that trickles in throughout the day on what's happening, what's not happening. Uh, and then we'll continue to pivot from there. But I have a feeling Trey Young's going to play in this. And uh, 
Giannis is not. And again, if that is the case, I do want some Trey Young. It's an elimination game. I'd like Capella a bit more. Gallinari and Cam Reddish are still guys that I, I can play at that cheap price tags. And Okongwu is a guy that I can throw in there. I'd still like to have Bogdanovich, but I would prefer Drew Holiday if I had the extra $800. Um, and Lou Williams, only if Trey Young is deemed super, super um, limited and questionable. Uh, in that scenario, then maybe I'll have some Lou Williams. But um, if Trey Young's good to go, Lou, even at 52 in the way he's been playing, is not someone that I'd want to try and pay up for. <clears throat> All right. Let's get on to our player tiers because that does it for the one-game showdown slate. That's all we're going to have for the rest of the year is one-game showdown slates. Uh, again, this is game six of the Eastern Conference Finals. The Milwaukee Bucks at the Atlanta Hawks. The Bucks have a 3-2 series lead. The winner of this game either forces a game seven on Monday, July 5th, or advances to the NBA Finals to face the Phoenix Suns. Uh, so this is a series, and this is a game that you're not going to want to miss. It starts at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But let's jump into our player tiers. I'll start, I'll make it a little easy. I'll start with the expensive tier. Um, no, yeah, we'll start. We'll start. No, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it, I want to change it. I like to change it. I think I went expensive and, and the standard expensive mid value last time. Now we're going to change it up and we're going to go with the value tier for the first one. I think my favorite value tier value play is Cam Reddish. Uh, it just makes a lot of sense. He's only 3,400 still. If he's going to play 20 something minutes, uh, especially in this series, and you know they want to play him. No, it's only he's only had three games since he come back from a four month layoff. But this guy is a very good defender. He's very versatile, and he's he was before he got hurt an integral part of this team's uh, success and rotation. So they want to play him back to back games of uh, a total of forty seven plus points in the last two games and sixteen before that in his first game back. I think we can continue to see that and him beating value again, possibly getting over another 20-point game. And if he, if he doesn't and he just hits about 15, 16, still going to hit value there. I think it's just super easy to plug Cameron Reddish in our lineups. All right, my favorite mid-tier play of the night. Uh, as of now, it's Bobby Portis. Obviously, uh, things could change if Trey Young plays. As I mentioned, I like some another guy a lot more if he does play. But right now, it's Bobby Portis because I don't expect Giannis to play. 6200 he did take an $1,800 price increase from the last game, but it was well-deserved, and it's well make, it makes a lot of sense. He dropped 22-8 and eight in 36 minutes in the last game, uh, 43 fantasy points. He's probably going to get 15 to 20-plus points again uh, and anywhere from 7-plus rebounds. Uh, any, if he's going to play another 36 minutes, this guy has been a very good permanent player all year, especially on this team. Uh, throughout his career, he's been a pretty good permanent player, but he's been really good this year. And without Giannis, I mean, 22 and 8 just sounds normal for him. Another 40 point performance, uh, 30 point floor, I would say, as long as this game stays close. And yeah, I like Bobby Portis even at his $1,800 price increase. Then we're going to go to the expensive tier. Uh, and I'll just go to one guy who I know as of right now is going to bring back a ton of value, and that is Chris Middleton. 
Uh, I've been on a lot of the Bucks games this postseason, and I've been beating the drum about the fact that he is much better on the road or on the. Oof, he is much better at home than on road efficiency wise, and it's not even close. It's night and day. But you know what? This is game six. I know it's on the road. There's not going to be a Giannis that I personally, I don't think Giannis is playing. This is the guy on this team. I'm going to pay 10-4 for him. Uh, we don't know if Trey Young's even playing yet, so it makes it even easier at this moment to throw Chris Middleton in that lineup and preferably in the captain spot if you can get him there and not have a uh, ugly-looking lineup outside of that. But Chris Middleton makes the most sense. Throw him in your captain spot right now. He's going to be the guy. Uh, can see six-plus assists, eight-plus rebounds, 20-plus points, and that's that's what I see as the floor for him. As long as, again, this game stays close, I don't really see a reason why he's not going to be the lead guy uh, for, in multiple facets of this game. That does it for the showdown slate. Uh, thank you guys for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at Santino Cocone. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at all of our different HoopBall accounts. Uh, make sure to give us a like or uh, a rate review. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. We'll try and incorporate what you like, try and get rid of what you don't like. But thank you again. This was a good one, and I can't wait to potentially catch you guys on Monday for a Game 7. And if not... Uh, when they do send out the final schedule, we'll see who's on next. But as of right now, our next possible time you'll be speaking or listening to one of us will be Monday, Game 7. But we will see what happens. Thank you again for tuning in. Good luck. Have a wonderful 4th of July weekend. And peace. Peace.